Hey everyone, and welcome back to the Law of Gold podcast. Uh, this is Annabel Mihangos, Anibal Mihangos, and um, yeah, welcome back. I know this is uh, it's been a while since I posted. It's currently the twenty seventh of December. It has now passed uh, midnight, so it's twelve thirty a.m. on the twenty seventh of December. And I wanted to talk to you guys about uh, three different things. One, um, well, I already forgot what they were. I'll remember them as I go through the episode. Um, I was reading the book, um, How to Win Friends and Influence People by Dale Carnegie. It was recommended to me by a good friend of mine. And I was going through the book. I'm about halfway done with it. And it made me realize a lot of the things that I've kind of learned over the past couple of years um, that are, I guess you could say, reinforced with this book. And as I was reading it, it made me realize that there's really a lot of things in this world that we may not necessarily know that we do. It's kind of like a subconscious, um, impulsive thing that we do that <laughs> creates a reaction of the other person. It either makes them like us more or it makes us hate us and will make them either come towards us and be there, um, be our friends, or they'll um, walk away from us and either be our enemies or just be not our friends entirely. So we want to make sure that we do these different things to make sure that we kind of um, use these in a positive way to, like the title of the book says, <laughs> win friends and influence people. Um, the first one would be to listen. And I know this is a um, kind of, uh, I don't know how to say it, but it's, it's something that is said so often. And, but it, it's really difficult to do in practice because oftentimes we want to get our point across and we kind of just jump into a conversation mid-sentence as the other person is talking. While they're talking mid-sentence, we jump in with our point of view or we jump in with our argument, our argument. And that that cutoff is kind of creates a whole bunch of um, animosity, for lack of a better word. So listening is extremely important. We want to listen to other people's points of view. And by us listening and putting in our position of a listener, it actually makes them feel like we care. It makes them feel like we are open to their perspective, open to their opinion. And it just creates a better conversation and it creates a sense of understanding where then you can move forward and either um, solve a problem or quell. I don't know if that's a word, but um, make an argument, not an argument. Um and that that creates a better uh, foundation for a better sounding relationship, friendship, or whatever it may be. Just the act of listening is extremely important. And I know it's extremely difficult because sometimes, like I said, you just want to get your point across. You just want to have that back and forth argument. And it's just, it's not good, especially when you're arguing with someone and you kind of want to raise your voice to make yourself sound louder and get your point across. Sometimes it's just better to kind of bring the situation down a notch, let the other person state their opinions, state their points, then you can come across and do and, and say your opinion. But that actually does a perfect transition into the second thing that this book talks about or the second thing that I've, I've kind of gotten from this book, and that is don't always correct people. Don't become the actually man. And I think I saw uh, um, a skit of Key and Peele that talks about this, about how when someone says, for example, um, let's see, what's a random stat that I know? Oh, let's say, for example, there's like a foreigner that you're talking to and they say, did you know that there's 48 states in the United States? And then you come in and say, actually, there's 50 states in the United States. You know, you're right. But by by correcting the other person, you're actually belittling them. 
you're making them feel small you're kind of hurting their dignity in some way so by you always doing this and becoming the actually man by saying actually is this is the correct thing you kind of look like a jerk and it makes them see you as a jerk and especially if they're a person you want to win them over as a friend or if you want to influence them maybe you're in the position of a boss manager that is not the correct way to go of course sometimes it's important to correct them but if you know that the situation is really not important it doesn't make any difference if they're right or wrong what is the point in actually correcting them it's just going to create a bad um like a bad taste in their mouth i guess you could say and it's and yeah just don't become the actually person sometimes it's just better to let them feel empowered and let them feel the like the spotlight is on them by making them think that they're correct um and then just moving on it doesn't do anything and it makes them feel better um it creates a better um situation a happier environment uh, for a lot of people I, I can understand why this may not necessarily be the the natural thing to go with because people want to know that they're right people just love knowing that they're right at all times so they'll constantly argue with their point which is why i said this is a perfect transition because there's two things one people love to feel like they're right Two, they love to feel like they're heard. So oftentimes when you know that you're right in something and you want to feel like you're heard, you will shout something out louder than the other person is so that way everyone else in the room or them specifically, they can hear you over them talking. That way they know that you're right and you know what they're talking about or you know the answer, you know something better than them and you feel empowered, but you made them feel very, very terrible about themselves and they will not like you whatsoever. So... Those two kind of go together. Listen and um, just don't talk over the other person. And then the third thing is that people are people are people of emotion, not of logic. And this is something that I guess we often tend to forget, especially if we're people who think in a logical manner, um, which I know that we may think that everyone is, but not necessarily. There's people that are... Uh, rely more on their emotional side and less on their logical side and they make decisions based off of emotion but that's perfectly natural because as humans we are people of emotion and if we want to influence someone to do something it's a lot easier to get them to do something by relying on playing on their emotional side for example if you are an older individual and you've gone through the trials and tribulations of life, you understand that there's some things that you have to do in order to excel or be okay in life. A great example is a seatbelt. If you want to, if, if you're driving down the road to the grocery store, um, one of the first things that you're going to be doing before you, before you turn the car on is putting on your seatbelt. But if you have a, let's say, for example, a five-year-old in the passenger seat or maybe not in the passenger seat but in the car seat or just in the back of the car and they don't want to put their seatbelt on you're not going to be arguing with them or maybe you will try to argue with them to put on the seatbelt but they don't understand why it is that they need to put on the seatbelt they don't have that logical um, understanding of why you would need to put on the seatbelt and by you constantly arguing with them and telling them that they need to put on the seatbelt, but you don't explain the emotional side of it. Um, that is why people sometimes don't really fully understand why they have to do certain things because us as individuals or teachers, professors or mentors or coaches, gurus, or whatever, 
oftentimes teach things from a logical perspective and then expect that the student mentee or just learner was going to follow in those footsteps because they under because they were taught in a logical way not in the emotional way if you want to influence someone it's a lot better to explain the reason why um, explain the reason why they either have to do something or why they should do something not from a logical perspective on why on on just how to do it but why they should do it and that puts a much bigger impact on getting people to do certain things so that's kind of the a quick rundown i know i'm pretty sure that there's a lot more points in the first half of the book that i did not mention because i only mentioned three things uh listening don't become the actually person don't always try to correct people and um we are emotional creatures and it's a lot easier to influence someone to do something, go somewhere or say something by playing on their emotional side and not their logical side. So yeah, that's pretty much it. I hope you enjoyed this episode. Um, I'm going to continue reading how to win friends and influence people and we'll see what uh, we come up with and I'll come back with another episode. So thanks so much, everyone. Take care. Happy holidays. And if I don't talk to you guys before New Year's, then Happy New Year's. We'll talk in 2021, most likely. Thanks, everyone. Bye.